It is Sunday, July 7th, 2019. My name's Anthony, and I'm here with Michael, and this is Time Lapse, the podcast where cars and watches are the focus, but tangents are often the reality. Thanks. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to hey. another episode of <laughs> Talking Watches with Jean-Claude Pivet. Ew, ew, ew. Don't um, go no, there. Yeah, the reason why Anthony chuckled during that introduction <laughs> um, is because I was staring him deeply in the eyes and widening my eyes the more he talked. <laughs> it was, you looked like an absolute lunatic. That's why it was so funny. Uh, but let's forget about that because this is an angry podcast today, oh Mikey. Oh my God. We, I'm going to be so filled with spite and hate a new month has come and an angrier anthony has, emerged, has arrived emerged um let's um, talk okay relax let's talk cars yo i don't I don't know how people listen to us because you're like ah wow and i'm like oh i'm like a sloth so you know what I'll you're try, like I'll try to tone it down it's it's a problem with having a sloth and a very enthusiastic mm. chimp on the podcast it's two different species, yeah, really, well, of animal. Given that I was on CHFM ninety three five for so long, you could um, only dream that you were jazz as, master as a, <laughs> uh, with the name Jazz Master Pete. Okay. Anyway, that's your porn name. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but uh, okay, so if you if you haven't guessed already, which you is haven't. no way you would have guessed. Actually, no, you have because it's in the title. Ah, true. We're going to talk today about Acura. A uh, brand that, very, that hits, Anthony's very enthusiastic. It hits very close to home because you guys all know I'm a Honda fanboy. Um, but let me tell you what spurred on this this idea, right? For for us to talk about Acura today, because really, on the grand scheme of things, who the f gives a shit about Acura? Anthony called me and he was like, "Did you see the Acura commercial?" No, it actually wasn't that. And I said, "No, Anthony, I don't watch TV." Okay, hold on, you're getting ahead of the story. <laughs> so before I saw this new Acura commercial on YouTube, as a matter of fact. Oh, um, I watch YouTube. Yeah, exactly. I w- but I, I pay I for working. premium, so I don't see commercials. Okay. I, I enjoy the commercials. I was working one day, and a, and a good customer of mine came in uh, with his father's car, a 1996 Acura TL yep. 3.2. We posted a picture of it. No, we didn't. Um, no, you, no, we didn't. You're right. I posted a photo of it on, on obviously, my dealership's Instagram yes. because it was very cool. But anyway. Right. So the, the, my this, bad. One of my customers' his father's had this car since 96. It has 40, sorry, 71,000 original kilometers and has been babied its whole life. It has been garage kept. It, it is in such pristine I've condition. driven the Raptor for almost one year, and I have 50,000 kilometers yeah, on it. That just shows you the difference. This this <sighs> This car is almost as old as us. So... Um. Anyway, the, and, and for just those of you that idea, don't know, Anthony was born in '93, and I was born in 1974. Yeah, you should see his mustache. Uh, but no, um, this car is just in fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Are you walking away from the podcast? The car is in absolutely fantastic shape. I mean, the headlights are crystal clear. And these are plastic like headlights. On uh, most of these cars, they faded at this point. Headlights are crystal clear. The paint is like brand new 
and I drove it. It was the most comfortable, cushy, soft car I've ever driven, but you put your foot down and it had like this solid acceleration. Anyway, I spoke with, I was actually speaking with Victor and I was telling Victor like, Vic, I'm blown away by how Victor good. is the guy that's on our podcast often. Yes. Um, or yeah. twice. Yeah, twice. And but soon to be again. Huge fan of the podcast, uh, rightfully so. And I told him like, Vic, I am blown away by how good this 96 Acura is. And he said, well, that's what made Honda so popular at the time was build quality like this. I mean, Acura obviously was a more expensive Honda, but Honda was known for making cars like this. And then I went home and I thought, well, maybe I, you know, I I took pride in that, that, you know, a company that I care about and, and love was able to create this incredible vehicle that stood the test of time. Sure, it was taken very good care of, but it is a solid, solid car that I would love to go for a cruise in, right? That kind of car. And then I'm sitting at my computer and a Acura ad comes on my screen for the new ILX. I hesitate to call it new. And in this ad, there is loud music, like punk music. The Acura ILX seems to be taken to an abandoned airfield of some sort in Arizona is weaving in and out of, of like, you know, across this abandoned airstrip. And at one point the ILX is possessed by the demon of speed to do a 360 degree turn at speed and continue about its way. And they did this real time. If I, you know what, and just to illustrate, just so you guys can get a sense of the noise in this commercial, uh, I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Uh, Acura ILX 2019 ad. I'm sure it's going to be everywhere because they've been trying to promote the goddamn hell out of this car. Um, where is it here? It's a super aggressive ASD. No, I just need ad. Here we go. Total control. I think that's what they're calling it. Okay. Here we go. What did you call his music? Oh, I I remember it being more punky. Oh. But do you hear the tire squeal? He's flicking paddles on the car to show you that you can choose your gear. And now the most offensive part. The 360-degree turn. Mikey, I'm going to play that back so you can see it. Look at this. They're drifting this front-wheel drive Acura ILX that has an electronic parking brake. Oh, wait. It gets worse right now. Get ready. Here comes the the 360-degree turn. It's pretty accurate. Acura. You're a loser. Anyway... So why did that offend me? Why? Why? You did want that... to know the honest opinion, Anthony? We're why? about to get real right now. Why? Because everything offends you. Yeah, basically. No, but this is this is this this commercial's farcical. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, fart it's, sickle. It's appealing to younger people. The car can't do that. Here's the thing, hold, Anthony. Okay, hold on, hold on. You want to sell uh, an entry level luxury car to young people? Mm-hmm. Mercedes had Here's the, the perfect okay, ad campaign is... for the CLA. This is part of my point. Back in the day, there were you had Acura and you had Infinity, and then you had Honda, whatever. Then Toyota, their I'll say lower counterparts, mm-hmm. which we know they've done whatever. Um, they were entry level luxury or like 
beginner's luxury, if that means anything. Mm-hmm. It was a, affordable luxury. Um, whereas Mercedes, BMW, Audi were, you paid a huge premium for. Now that market is kind of getting encapsulated by BMW, Mercedes, and Audi because they're offering cheaper, luxurious cars at a, at a good price point for younger people to afford. Mm-hmm. So they'll appeal to that. Acura can't handle that. So they have to try and regain those younger customers with something interesting like that. Everything nowadays is is on social media, very exciting and glamorous and this Mm -hmm. and that. So they have to look, you're talking about the commercial. It obviously attracted you in some way, even though it was negative, you're still talking about it and they've done their job. They've done, they've done their job. The marketing department's done their job. Right. But what they've done was they dressed up a pig. They put lipstick on a pig. Let guarantee me explain. You, guarantee you there's, don't, there's 25-year-old guys walking into Acura dealerships after seeing that commercial. Just listen. Also, on the webpage for the ILX, it says, ready for takeoff, period. Mm, yeah, because it's a, it's a landing strip. Exactly. Or a takeoff. So let me let me just explain something here. The Acura ILX has forever been the dog of the Acura lineup um, since the days of my old CSX. Right? Okay. The CSX was a dressed-up Civic. And actually, the CSX was only sold on the Canadian market. It didn't even sell in the U.S. Now, my car was actually decent because it was built off the 8th Gen Civic. And it was a pre- basically premium, almost JDM Civic, but built over here in Canada. So you got all the JDM right. fixings uh, over here in Canada. It wasn't even sold in the States. And for those of you who, who are wondering, Acura is a brand that only exists in North America. It doesn't exist outside of Canada and the US. I don't even think they sell Acura in Mexico, but in Japan there is no Acura. Yeah. It's just Honda yep. and you get nicer Hondas. So Acura as a brand exists only in the United States and the ILX is a car that exists only or sorry in North America. And the ILX is a car that exists only in North America. Since the ILX's inception after the CSX was axed, so then when the ninth generation Civic came out in 2013, the 2013 Acura ILX also came out. And the 2000 Acura, 2013 Acura ILX was a dog, an absolute dog. It was a terrible car. Now, reliability was fine, but they tried to dress up and sell a premium vehicle that was worse than its Civic counterpart. Mm-hmm. And that has been the remaining legacy of the ILX until this iteration. This iteration, they finally have given it sportier wheels, sportier Acura headlights. It finally has the the design language that the rest of the Acura brand carries, that beak of a nose. And Acura's always had a beak since like 2009, but this beak is really beakish. And don't get me wrong, I think... Great explanation of a beak, by the way. Thank you. This design is probably the most attractive the Acura ILX has looked. I was just going to say, I think they look good. This is They look conservative. But this is the most attractive the car has looked, considering that they haven't done the coupe thing. Um, that the new Civic has, where they've coupified all their sedans. Right. Um, they've kept it a, a boxy sedan, but I gotta say that rear end is something out of a horror novel. Like that is just a gross rear end. This this exhaust tip is from a 2005 Accord. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure. You know, Acura went for that whole span where they didn't put exhaust tips on cars. Now they're putting exhaust tips on cars again, and I don't think they oh, look so you bad. Know, you know why they put them? Well, you don't, I, you don't put them. But, but here's the thing, Mikey. That makes sense. You know, when they go like two years without putting exhaust, then put it on in the refresh. But Acura went an entire generation with no exhaust, just to surprise everyone and say, "Hey, we brought it back." Um, and the exhaust tips were always there. We didn't go. We didn't switch to hydrogen. What's wrong fuel with cell. the rear of this car? 
I just think it's it's a mess of lines. Now, granted, with that little lip spoiler on the back, it looks a little bit better. But that cheap fake diffuser, I guess I guess what you're not seeing is is what I see because I work with with Honda and I recognize all these parts as scrap bin parts. That's that's the difference okay. here. I recognize every part of this car as a part from a from a bin um, that they've put together. And my my thing with the Acura ILX is they should, if you are going to make a commercial like that, Honda, put something into this car. Either put the Type R's engine, put put a two liter inside of it, right? The 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 yeah. RDX has the two liter, and all of your other sedans have the V6. I think maybe actually you can get the TLX now with the two liter turbocharger. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. But I know that this probably only has the 1.5 from the Civic. And if you're going to do that, fine. But boost it. Make it give it the SI motor or the SI credentials. I, I actually, I have to find out if they did put the SI engine in this because, I mean, that's something now that I'm saying it seems like they should have done. Um, let me see if I can find specs here because C specifications. It's No, it's a 2.4 liter. This is a naturally aspirated engine. Okay, hold on. 201 horsepower. Yeah, 2.4 liter, 16-valve DOHC I VTEC four-cylinder. I'm slapping the table right now. What are they waiting for? They gave it the major refresh, but they kept that dogger of a 2.4. You know what the 2.4 was good in? It was good in the in the ninth gen SI. But now guess what? You can get a Civic SI with a 1.5 that'll blow the doors off this car. Here's and the thing, Anthony. If they're going to market this as an exciting, sporty car, what are you doing putting that dogger of a transmission and engine into this Do you want vehicle? me to convince you right now why to buy this car? Please. I'm going to read a little ex- excerpt. Performance DNA. Precision crafted performance is shared across the entire Acura lineup. For instance, perforated Lux suede seat inserts in the ILX share similar refinements as those in the NSX. I'm going to puke. As if the NSX is the pinnacle of design. Yeah. Anyway. And I mean, taking on to the NSX, when you have a flagship car, what that flagship car is supposed to do is to attract you into their lineup. Mm-hmm. What this does is attract you into a pit of emptiness. <laughs> this is horrid. This is absolutely horrid. Nope. Now, you can get an eight-speed dual-clutch transmission. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that cool is Cool red least, seats. That is at least newer. Um, the Toyota, but that's as far as drivetrain. That's the only interesting thing. Yeah, you can get red seats, chassis. I mean, you got uh, amplitude reactive dampener. I think out of all their sedans, the ILX is the best looking. Um, Better than the TLX and really? the RLX, no. and the RLX is starting R- oh, at seventy thousand dollars. Don't even get me into the RLX. The RLX is such a missed mark. Seventy. Forget about the RLX. Go buy a Genesis. Let me ask you. When was the last time? One hundred percent. Oh wow, Mikey. There we go. Should I answer it? Um, I'm going to leave that up to you. Well, back to what we were saying. We were on a, on a huge rant here. Um, when was the last time you saw an Acura RLX on the road? A new one, especially. Anthony, I've never noticed it other than looking at the website right now. Not to mention that they're unnoticeable cars. But, yeah, they, you know what? Dude, I look for them on the roads, and I've only seen... Like one well, who, newer who gen is RLX. buying these things? No one. Seventy. No one's buying dollars. any Acuras except the TLX and the MDX. No one out. No, no. one buys. No. Uh, no one. Oh, sorry. The RDX. Yeah, the RDX, RDX sells like tons. And the ILX. I've seen a couple ILXs, but not nearly in the level that they would like. Anyway, and especially not the NSX. So, look, we've been we've we've been sort of a 
attacking accurate here, but this is this is how I how much time are we at? If you can tell uh, me, sixteen minutes thirty six seconds. Okay, so we we actually got still quite a bit of time, but that is I, a lie because there's some space in between where we had to cut Eric off and oh, this and yeah, that. But yeah. we're, we're around that okay, mark. Okay. Anyway, so look, this is what I want to say about Acura. Acura, when when you came to Canada and the United States in the eighties or nineties, you uh, were a vision of hope. Right for Japanese engineering and your older cars, even until like the early 2000s, were great. Cars like the first gen TLs, even to the later gen TLs, incredible TL type S's were fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If if anyone wanted a notch above Honda, they had that opportunity at Acura for a reasonable price, and you get tons of cool cool stuff in them. The NSX was an incredible car. Of course, it was a Honda, but rebadged in North America as an Acura NSX. But that set a staple for incredible cars from an incredible brand. And since the late 2000 teens, or sorry, the early 2000 teens, sure. there has been a dip in, in just design language, in engineering prowess, and, and even marketing. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing this sort of like, you know, they're trying to turn around the market, like they're trying to market these cars. Literally as in their turn around their cars. Yeah, but Acura, if you're going to do that, if you're going to put an ILX on an empty airstrip and spin it around and drift it, mm-hmm. have a car to back it up, yeah. give it a turbocharged engine, maybe make the ILX all-wheel drive, At- attack Audi with all their all-wheel drive platforms. Make give it something that puts it give, above the give competition. Give people a reason to to want it. I'll yeah. tell you right now. Why the hell would I take an, an Acura ILX over? Forget a Civic over a Hyundai Elantra. Why would I spend more money on an Acura ILX over a Hyundai Elantra? There is no reason for me. And look what Hyundai's doing. Hyundai with the Veloster N. We watched the yeah. Straight Pipes video about it. Like Hyundai is making cool, fun cars at reasonably priced with aggressive styling, and and they're making a cool package. But Acura has not making a cool package. And I understand why they don't bump up Hondas to be all-wheel drive in the, in the cars because they don't want to attack Acura sales. But honestly, your Accords are selling like gangbusters. Your Civics are selling like gangbusters. If you put all-wheel drive in a Civic or an Accord, we have this conversation with Vic on the podcast. If you put a, a all-wheel drive in a Civic or an Accord, yeah, it'd be more expensive, but people would spend the money. Those cars would sell like crazy. It almost makes an argument for for Honda to just axe the Acura brand altogether, because they're doing seemingly nothing right now. And these ad campaigns, like the one that I just showed you, they infuriate me for that reason. No one's spinning and drifting their ILX. And sure, yeah, there's a lot of ads out there with cars spinning and drifting and whatever. Uh, when when these cars don't actually do that, but to this level. You just redesigned a car, but you put the same old dogger of a 2.4 liter engine. People are used to turbocharged torque now, and you're going to try and sell them a 32,000 starting at $32,000 uh, compact luxury sedan. 29,000. I'm looking here. It says 2019 ILX starting pr- price at 32,000. Their website says 29. Anyway, I'm on their website. What? This, this is Acura Canada. Yeah, anyway, I'm on Acura Canada. Anyway, um, with 201 horsepower. The Civic comes with two hundred with twenty nine thousand nine ninety. Okay. Anyway, whatever. The Civic and, and sorry, do you want to hear an even more baffling amount? I think the torque figure on the ILX is like one hundred and thirty eight pound feet of torque. What? It's insanely low. That's yeah. I, mean, I might be wrong about the it. premium it's, starts at thirty two ninety. Okay, that's what it is. 
And apparently also their website doesn't work because I can't even load something now. Anyway, uh, Acura, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but I mean, at this point, man, do something. 2020, make it Acura's year. Come out with a, like Honda did this in 2012 with the Civic. The 2012 Civic came out, everyone fucking hated it. 2013, Honda made a whole new Civic and it was okay. It lasted all the way up till 2015 or 2016 when the new Civic came out. Do that with the ILX. I'm reading more more and more stuff on this website, and it's embarrassing. Featured accessories, rear emblem. (laughs) I I kid you not. If attention to detail is important to you, then you're sure to love the look of this black chrome emblem. Their bold features not only complete your ILX's original unique exterior style, but also accentuate it. Is that just a black... Emblem, a black ILX emblem. Yeah, yeah. Honda, Honda never had really the accessory game down packed. Um, they're not really ones for modifying, but it starts from the top. Like you click on the Acura NSX, it brings you to a totally different web page. Yeah, because it's special. Yeah, you know? it's special, and it lets you kind of spec out the uh, NSX. You can get a technology package, which comes with Sirius satellite radio. <laughs> Anyone that knows you know audio what a tech knows package that it is? sounds terrible. Well, yeah. But you know what a tech package is and like like a Porsche? Like a chrono or like crazy suspension endless, work. Uh, endless and like amount of, yeah, not technology. Not ELS audio and uh, satellite radio. Like, it's yeah, just crazy. It's they're not, they're not crazy. doing it well right now. I mean, some of their no. cars look decent, but I don't know. Go get a... Mercedes or an Audi. Good. Get an Audi A3. At the end of the day, you might leave this podcast thinking that, you know, we're trying to shit and say they're not good cars. Look, there's, there's people out there that are not automotive enthusiasts who are going to hop into an ILX and are going to be completely satisfied with everything it does. And maybe even like the little bit of exterior styling it does. But as you can tell, Anthony's been ranting because every, after every word he says, (gasps) he's taking big breaths. As automotive enthusiasts, we compare and contrast everything in the automotive world. If something is subpar, we pick at it and say, why? Why is it like this? It shouldn't be. How can people, how can they justify this amount of money for a subpar product given the competition that's out there? And Acura suffers from that in every model. So I'm going to say it here on the podcast by 2025, if Acura does not do something, we're going to hear some terrible news. We're going to hear some news that Acura is. They're, they're shutting down. They're walking out. If they don't do something. Is I've that said terrible? The, uh, well, for me, it's terrible because of what the brand represents in the past. There, like, there are some all, like unbelievable cars that have come out of this brand solely because of the fact that Honda needed a luxury brand in the, in the yeah. United States and in Canada. But it would just be sad to see that brand shut down, not come back. Because I want to see a performance Acura in the entry level compete with an Audi RS3. Or with a Mercedes sure, CLA yeah, 45, that'd be cool. yeah. right? Infinity's not doing it. Infinity's not making any entry level cars. They 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 only make really like one or two cars right now. But for some reason, Acura is justifying making an entry level car and a mid size car and an entry level SUV and a larger SUV and apparently this massive sedan that no one yeah. buys. So. I think that so. they're going to axe lineups. I know they're going to start changing around the thing. Maybe they'll just focus on SUVs and crossovers. That makes more sense for Acura because I, I don't know who's buying their cars. But 
I just want to see something happen with this brand. And I guarantee you're going to see something because this is for a money-making business. This is too stagnant of an operation. Like this is too, when you see what their competition is putting out there, it makes no sense. So that's my rant. Jeez. How was our argument? Was it a argument? No, it wasn't really. We weren't really combative. We were talking about a segment called, car, like back in the day, argument, right? Yeah. That was going to be the name of our show. Mm-hmm argument but then we looked it up and someone did it already so no someone might have done it already but the first time i looked it up it was actually coined in a sitcom because um the two characters love interest like us uh they were arguing in a car and uh they, um, they you know, quoted it as like oh we had a car argument because you're trapped in a car for a long time which with a sitcom period. was this I, it was a mm, like Beavis early and 2000s it's not a sitcom it was an early 2000s sitcom you're trying to tell me that beavis and butthead aren't real that's a conversation we're going to have for another day. Okay. You still got to get home tonight, sweet, sweet prince. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, it's let's been get, a long one. Let's get the flip out of here. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you have any, uh, if you have, if you, hey, if you want to defend Acura, come on the show. Let's argument it yeah. out. Hey, how about that? How about that? When we post this post and you listen and you want to defend Acura, mm-hmm. Hit us up in, in, new the, in the comments. Yeah, new we're, we're all on board saying old Acura is cool. But hit us Acura. up in the comments. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not biased on this conversation, Anthony. Well, no, yeah, I'll, he clearly can. has some some points to put to, to, to put down. Mm-hmm. But you know, if if you're confident and that you can defend Acura, hit us up in the comments. We'll have you on the show. Do it up. Um, and I guess you know where to follow us. Time lapse podcast. Um, the greatest, oh, here we go, the most fantastic, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna, I'm Acura gonna build. Stuff away in the meantime, Acura build the ooh, Toronto ooh. Acura. <laughs> no, it's my Raptor build. Um, at this point, we have a nope. six-inch lift. The why the tires are three inches <laughs> wider. There's an exhaust. There's a tune. There's none of this has happened yet. <laughs> Nothing. Um, but there's lots of pictures, probably only the two that I posted four <laughs> weeks ago. Um, but yeah, follow us and, uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. You know what a, you know what a Toronto Acura build would look like? Mm. Uh, a 96 TL with a domino sign on the, on the oh, roof. Oh, here we go. Pizzas. Here we go. Hey. One bite. Honda, everybody knows the rules. Honda fanboy. <laughs> Honda fanboy for life. For real. Have a good weekend. Mm-hmm.